Yeah, you're right, Ray. We are in a new era with uh, RPI being used for basketball. Um, and uh, first of all, I don't know if I've ever done an interview uh, after that list of names regarding <laughs> Valentine's Day. I'm, I don't belong in that list of names, I can tell you that much. Well, you just uh, missed we, the top ten, Tim. <laughs> you just missed it. Just missed the top ten. Well, I'll tell my wife that, too. She will appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Well, you're right, Ray. We, uh, you know, people are are used to the football computer ratings. We've been doing that, of course, since 1972. That that determines who gets into the football playoffs. But um, in the past year, the Ohio Basketball Coaches Association uh, came to our office and made a proposal that we come up with a similar formula to determine seeding in the basketball tournament draw. And, of course, in basketball, every team makes the playoffs, uh, the tournament, but uh, they wanted to use a computer formula to determine seeding rather than their old process, which was having coaches vote on seeding. So we'll, we're about ready to use that. Uh, the girls' tournament draws this Sunday, and uh, so far so good with the seeding. Of course, it's not perfect, but um, it, it's what the Basketball Coaches Association wanted to move forward with. Tim, let me ask you this. Some of the reasons, and I can speculate because I've been in some of the gatherings here in Northeast Ohio about the selection process and putting them on the grid and everything. So I I understand, me being in the media, some of the problems or maybe problems isn't the right word, but some of the question marks pertaining to the old way. But talk about the RPI rankings, why a lot of the coaches wanted to go in this direction. Well, you're right that, um, you know, there certainly are, yeah, problems is probably not, not the right word. I know what you're saying, Ray. It, it's, a, it's a situation where anytime there's voting involved, uh, a lot of times uh, a group of coaches, whether that's in a conference or in a county, they will all huddle up and vote the same way. And sometimes that might be uh, maybe to uh, put a certain team higher up on the list or maybe put a certain team lower on the list. Uh, that happens. That That's a reality uh, across the country of tournament draws. Um, and the Basketball Coaches Association said, you know, it, it works in football. Let's try it in basketball. So that's uh, that, that's how we got here. Um, now, the, the website we're using for coaches to enter scores is Max Preps, but it, the, the formula was determined by the Coaches Association. And basically, you take your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage and their opponent's winning percentage. And there's a formula where you take all that data and then it determines the rank for that specific district. I like the winning percentages and not the scores being involved. And I'm sure you do yeah. as well. Yeah, that that's a question we get a lot, especially in football. Um, but a, a, a result of the game in terms of how wide a margin the victory was does not matter. Um, you can, and same thing in football, you can win by one point or 40 points. Uh, it doesn't matter. So uh, we do like that. You know, certainly it prevents schools from intentionally running up the score in most situations. So you're right that um, – uh, margin of victory is not a factor. We get asked that sometimes. And we also, especially in football, we get asked, uh, you know, why would a close loss not count for something? Um, so, you know, th those are conversations we have 
on a regular basis, um, but at the moment, there's not a way to include that in the formula. With us is Tim Street. Again, he's the Director of Media Relations with the OHSAA, and you'll start to see these brackets coming out here in the next couple of weeks, girls first and then boys. So, Tim, the rankings are there, but what about the brackets themselves? Is it stay the same, or is it changed with with the rankings computer-wise? Does the computer also spit out the brackets or not? Uh, good question. No, the computer formula does not determine the brackets. Um, and the brackets will stay the same as they have been for a long time. Uh, and uh, this is a good um, segue into mentioning our district athletic boards. So in your area, the Northeast District Athletic Board controls the sectional and district tournaments, and the Northeast District runs the tournament draw. The, the RPI is only used to determine, for example, who is your number one seed, who is your number five seed. And at all of our tournament draws all across the state, um, the, the coaches get into the room and the, the RPI will tell whatever school uh, you are the number one seed. And then that school puts their name on the bracket. So uh, it, it's, um, it's definitely a, a long process to set up all the tournaments because, for example, let's just take girls basketball division one. How many schools are in a specific district? And that is how many lines on the bracket you need. And then uh, it, it's a whole process. The, the sectional tournaments feed into the district tournaments. The district tournaments feed into the regional tournaments. And then, of course, uh, there are 16 regional champs that get to advance to the state tournament. So it's uh, a, a smooth process thanks to our district athletic boards. And this RPI basically will only determine the seeding that is used, uh, and then schools put themselves on the bracket. Tim Street with us, Director of Media Relations, OHSAA. And I kind of like that, Tim, because you do play for something. And if you get the higher ranking, I like the idea of saying, okay, School A, you're top rank. Where do you want to go on the brackets? And then it gets placed into there going forward. This also makes it universal across the state, doesn't it, Tim, where it wasn't that way up until this year? Yeah, you're right. It, it, this certainly helps uh, level the playing field in terms of all of our districts following the same rules. Uh, that's something we could talk about for a long time <laughs> because there are some differences from district to district. For example, um, uh, some districts have the better seeded team host the game all the way through the district tournament, and there are some districts that use neutral sites uh, right off the bat. So certainly there are little differences here and there throughout the state, um, and, and that's something that we talk about in our office a lot, that there are some, uh, uh, there are some situations where a particular district does things a little different than another district, and sometimes that changes the path that a school may take to get to the state tournament. Um, but certainly having an RPI will um, help level that playing field to a certain extent. Tim Street with us from the OHSAA. And, Tim, to wrap up our conversation this morning, uh, basketball for the girls, basketball for the boys not too far away. And the championship locations and the championship tournament, the way that's done, that's that's changed in the last couple of years. Not dramatically, but you've adjusted a little bit. Yeah, we've needed to adjust it, certainly. Um, the, the sites that we use for the district and regional tournaments, get tweaked a little bit here and there. Um, and then, of course, the state tournament in the COVID year back in 21, 
moved to University of Dayton, and uh, I think it's going to stay there. Um, you know, certainly that's a longer drive for folks from your area in Northeast Ohio, uh, but we have a really good site there uh, in Dayton, and uh, they are they are really excited to not only host the NCAA first four, but sandwiched around that is our girls and boys state tournament. So um, anyone up there, if you've not been to Dayton recently for a tournament game, you will love it. So definitely encourage that. 